Welcome to the Studio Break Podcast. I'm your host, David Linaway. And today for our 105th episode, we have John Reddington coming back on the podcast. And we're going to discuss our exhibition currently up at the Rehoboth Art League in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. It's in the Cochrane Gallery. The exhibition is entitled So Ill Perspective, Reimagined Landscapes and Features 22 works all based on the Southern Illinois region where we went to school and lived for a good number of years. You can check out the work through April 27th, and you can also go to johnreddington.com and davidlinaway.com to see some of the works that we're going to be talking about, so please do that. If perhaps this is the first time you're listening to Studio Break, we want to remind you we have over 100 different posts, different artists coming on, presenting their work in the form of slideshows. You can find links to their website and these lengthy interviews that discuss their studio practice and their research and all the things that go into making their work. So please check them all out. If you follow that iTunes link, you will go to the iTunes store where you can subscribe to the podcast. We are in a variety of social media forms, so if you're on Facebook, please go ahead and like us there again. We'll be releasing announcements for our 2014 annual competition there, so please like us there. You can also follow us on Twitter at Studio Break. You can also follow us on Tumblr, studio-break.tumblr, so please go ahead and do that. All right, here is this interview with John and me talking about the show. Stay tuned. rock and roll that's the perfect way to start welcome back to your your seventh appearance on studio break or maybe it's the 15th john (laughs) how are you doing tonight good how are you dave i'm good it's uh fitting that we did not manage to record this in our in our excursion out to delaware well i don't know i mean it seemed like it you know it seemed like it didn't present itself the right opportunity but it also did at points and it was kind of this weird ground where it's like i don't know no it's it's kind of funny it's almost related to the work in a way you know because it's kind of a a reflection after the thought you know like right. i can think of all these little moments so it'll be it'll be interesting to see what some of those moments are for you yeah but just just to give everybody a little bit of a background so we're talking about so ill perspective reimagined landscapes it's a show that is at the rehoboth art league the cochran gallery it runs through april 27th in rehoboth beach delaware We've got uh, 22, 22 paintings in all, John, so uh, we somehow managed to get the 11 and 11. How did that happen? I don't know. It was kind of a mystery talking about how everything was progressing as we were approaching the show and, you know, hey, I got this money. How many are you at? You know, trying to figure all that out. Actually, I had kind of lowballed myself at some point said well i don't know you know i think i might only really going to be able to get nine of these but somehow the last two turned out and you said you only had 10 but you must have miscounted or something and an 11 showed up in the box i want to yeah i want to <laughs> putting them all out and then i was just like oh shoot there's an extra painting sweet <laughs> i think it's a like, like a perfect pairing you know what i mean like 11 and 11 22 i think I think it worked out great. It's one of those things that just kind of happens. 
like you've been saying, you know, in terms of just working towards it. I mean, we've been talking about this. Anyways, um, just so again, just to kind of be specific about the show, too, about the way that it came about. I mean, I had had something go through and then an artist needed to step out. And, and so I kind of approached you about this. And, you know, we, we decided to kind of try to base this all off of the southern Illinois region, you know, where we spent, you know, like four years, three years Right. However many years, maybe a summer or two. <laughs> I don't know. A, it's a blur. <laughs> but it's interesting because we've also kind of gone back there a number of times. And, you know, it's it's interesting the way that these places linger with you. You know, like I was I was saying to you in, in terms of uh, preparing for this, you know, we hadn't we hadn't had like an actual, I think, two person show in a long time or at least of this nature. So it was really kind of fun to look at it that way. You know, like I I looked at it and. You know, some of the paintings obviously are you know, for anybody that that might know us in, in terms of graduate school or have gone to Southern Illinois University Carbondale or live there. Some of these places are kind of iconic, but you know, I I kind of stuck to some of those places. You know, like sidetracks, the place that's right next to the glove and a place that you're always around. So a lot of these places had certain significance for us. It was good to be able to. You know, one, put this show, well, well, you putting this show together, I'll give you all credit for that. And then, you know, thinking about it in terms of our relationship, at least for me, I put it in that category. I know it may not have been that way for you. Trying to think about our relationship in terms of putting these places together. You know, sidetracks, obviously other places, the Dairy Queen, things that we used to see all the time. But I thought it was a really interesting way of uh, approaching a show, which I had never done before. So it was really a lot of fun and uh, a good time. Yeah, I mean, there's, some, there's something to, like, knowing these places. I don't know. It's And it's it's weird for me because, like you said, not totally different. I mean, there's, sim- there's, there's things that we definitely share. But I love, again, the way that you're kind of coming at you know, your work in terms of kind of, it's almost like describing a narrative, especially with the titles. And then I think about this idea of memory or experience related to yours and that, you know, considering all that. And then I think of mine and I start thinking about it more related to this kind of, you know, distance thing that I've always kind of had. Right, right. Some kind of removed approach, but it's still, it's still very similar to me. I don't know. It's, it's interesting and relevant. And I like the way that it came together that way. It seemed to work out well together. A very uh, nice pairing of imagery that worked really, really well together. Mine having this certain approach and yours having a more removed approach. At the same time, you know, as a a viewer approaching the work, it's completely removed all the way around. They don't have the same experience or the same idea or the same concept that we were thinking about in terms of producing this work and so they're just approaching it in terms of an image and i think the way we put imagery together really relates well and also has a really nice sort of contrast yeah i i think that they're, they're like the first thing that i noticed is how slick and like because i i've seen a lot of other works of yours that are acrylic based to see you know, these kind of really saturated popping oil colors next to, to the surfaces that I had, which look really dry, you know, literally becoming kind of this faded image or, you know, that you think of in like a, a storefront in El Greco, which is 
<laughs> I didn't have a good picture of that, but uh, a restaurant that we used to eat at. But I would think about stuff like that. You know, you see these really old posters on the wall that get sun beaten. Right. So there's a kind of interesting, yeah, way that that works because there's a level of them being, my images being really dry and yours being really rich. And there's a nice contrast in the way that uh, John Mosier, who managed the the space and set up the show, kind of flipped them around so that they would kind of relate they were they weren't all just grouped on one side and or versus the other. They're kind of slightly intermixed, so that was kind of interesting too. Uh, I, th- I think he did a very good job at correlating the works together, and yet at the same time giving them their own space together. So separating the works in terms of quarters, me a group of paintings, you a group of paintings, and spacing it out that way, I think served our own individual concepts really well and also tried to tie in the ideals and kind of passion or or love that we have for this place. Well, and it's interesting to me too, because we both tie that in through color. Right. The, uh, the painting that references, uh, I believe a Taddy Porter. Okay. This must've been like a, you know, like a afternoon evening kind of adventure. But it seems to me like that's all about color and, you know, trying to remember like this this kind of time of day. And so it's interesting for me because I'm, you know, certainly interested in color and, and there's those kind of intense aspects of those in my work. I don't know. They both kind of talk about that same kind of experience or something like a, a reverence only. I guess mine is kind of silly because it's like a <laughs> a big flat, you know, side of a building or, you know, some piece of signage. Oh, I don't, I don't think you should consider it silly. You know, I think it's just a um, nature of your background and where you came from and where you are today. And actually, the question I'd like to pose to you, Dave, is thinking about your work and the way that you have put things together over the years. I was wondering if you could talk about, you know, to try to explain that process of how you delivered an image. body of work that came before this was much more about kind of like a designed aspect of it or kind of removing it even further from the source. And I think these are really kind of interesting because they're, I don't know, I think they're a bit more approachable because they're uh, they're more recognized as an image. And so for me, like in terms of like a construction process, you know, literally just transferring this image over onto these wood panels. And even that has a variable to it. You know, there's there's some images that transfer over very clean there's somewhere maybe there's um, a little bit lost in the transfer, kind of degrades or kind of like breaks apart into the wood. And, you know, that was something that was interesting because I normally feel like I, I don't know, like I have all, all, the, all that kind of control over it. And so I think in these ones, like I really wanted to kind of leave this very minimal aspect to it. And so a lot of them were kind of challenging in that, like I... I wanted to try to see what I could get away with. I don't know if that makes any sense. I think it's very easy to feel compulsion to keep painting and to keep painting. So I don't know. I thought that was kind of a challenge for me is to kind of add as as, as much as I needed, you know, to make it work and, and to make it something that would be interesting with these kind of bright areas and these really soft areas. But I remember specifically at the show talking to a few people 
that were really interested about how you were, you know, physically composing these these images and how they're coming together. In terms of the transfer, I mean, the, the image is just transferred over, over and essentially just kind of burnished onto the, the wood grain. And so you kind of get this very, very soft image, kind of kind of like previous bodies works. I mean, I, I kind of look at look at this image that's kind of demolished or kind of soft and look at the photo, kind of try to find these shapes, these things that I'm interested in. In the last year or so, especially, been really kind of trying to be more focused on on working. You brought up the idea of, of you know how these are a bit more plein air in some ways to me, which was kind of interesting. You know, I really kind of wanted to think about the way that I was using these colors. So a lot of them have very subtle shifts in terms of making things a bit cooler as they're going back into space. You know, I really like that aspect to where they they kind of pop out and have dimension, which is which is interesting because I. I think the other ones uh, that came before it wind up becoming so flat. It's also a different kind of way of working. I guess I guess that's also something that I would say too. Is I mean, it, it seems to me like they respond more to that kind of plein air experience. It makes sense in terms of what you were dealing with a few years ago to where you are now, and spending that time over last summer. And I remember spending time with you and the rest of the boys and, and, you know, doing quite a bit of plein air painting. It just made a lot of sense to me, seeing as how I hadn't seen you since that time, at how these works encompassed more of that plein air attitude into the work. You know what I mean? I think design was more important. I think I think now that, that idea of being being there, taking something from that place, you know, is important. Which I don't know, maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll turn the tables on you now. So <laughs> obviously, um, I would imagine there's a lot of decision making that goes on in your work and kind of laboring over it. But maybe to kind of sidestep the process about it, sure. I started thinking about like in terms of so how how is memory important in these images? Because I think that's something that's very specific for this this show as opposed to some other ones. You know, you could speak about it on two ways. You know, the actual landscape itself trying to remember the landscape, what landscape was important to you or which one wasn't important to you or why it was important to you. And I think what I've been dealing with for a couple of years now are landscapes that relate to important memories in my life. And so trying to correlate these memories to the landscape and trying to create paintings that incorporate both of those aspects. So at first it wasn't really difficult, but as things progressed, it became more and more difficult to really finite decisions on what landscape are you going to use and why are you going to use it and what story do you want to tell? Because I, I really believe that with these paintings, it was more about the memory of experiences within what had happened in my life during that time and trying to incorporate the correct landscape for that moment or uh, lapse of time. I think it totally does. You know, I think it's very interesting that when I met you, you know, you were painting still life cups in the studios and really kind of coming at it from this very very much about observation and working in that realm. And so for me, it's very interesting because 
they kind of take all of those things and kind of I don't know they kind of they kind of get sandwiched with a number of other threads that you've been dealing with. I think that there's kind of like an abstract quality to these, but I think at the same time they're very much you know influenced by actual places. And then it, right. and, you know I, I think you know it's something that we've kind of talked about before. You know, memory is a, a tricky idea, right? Right. And so I th- I think it's interesting because I think you've kind of found ways to. I don't know, acknowledge memory in there and to, and to kind of really make it about, you know, these specific places and then trying to take, you know, these different stories and, and integrate them. Yeah, it was, uh, it was quite difficult, actually. Most of my images, and I swear I, during grad school, I must have taken, you know, hundreds of photos but can't remember where they are or find them or anything. They just vanish, like completely poof. Sit down and kind of peel the onion apart. But it was completely the opposite. There was no imagery. I mean, maybe two or three photographs at best and everything else. I don't. I have no idea what happened to it, just completely gone. And I think that's something to speak about about the digital age you know i don't know if it was on this laptop or that laptop and it just got thrown away or whatever just completely gone i mean just almost like four years just of images totally vanished that's it's funny how that works (laughs) right but that's why we're left with, with these ideas you know i really did have to rely on memory and i think that's why the images came out the way that they did or the landscapes came out the way that they did just very pared down and relying on the image you know taking an image capture screen capture of that google maps and using it to a certain extent to base decisions of light on and rough proportions but for the most part the rest of it was just completely uh fabricated from memory well and in some instances like i said kind of combines the uh image that has the uh metals metals house in it where we occasionally play uh poker and and eat awful pizza (laughs) but you know there's like this it looks like a like a fragment of like a big you know poker chip that's just kind of like hovering above this house and so right again I i think that's something that's very interesting because you know maybe in previous works it's it's harder to kind of Harder to kind of see that, so it makes it makes me wonder too. Like for both of us, you know how, again, how much we we reveal to people, you know, or, and at the same time, how much, you know, how much mystery is left in there, so people want to keep looking. You know, is this just a right, right. a formal image that's really interesting? You know, what can, what can you discern about the time of day from an image? Or I don't know. There, there's I want to quote uh, uh, our friend Bill Conger recently, who said, um, you know, something the effect of like a. That he like he likes art that asks questions, you know. I think that's important, and I think it makes work more powerful. I think when you leave the viewer with an uneasy sort of openness to a painting, it becomes much more interesting. There's more opportunity for dialogue with the viewer rather than just yourself. Because I mean, obviously. You and I know what these are about. You know what your paintings are specifically about. I know what my paintings are specifically about. But on the same aspect, there's areas that we didn't, we can't completely understand what's going on within our own work. But there's this overall 
openness to things that I think is important to have to present to a viewer. I was wondering if you could talk a little bit more in depth about a specific painting that involved sort of a storefront, Mary Lou's kind of imagery within there. I, I can't remember the exact title, but, you know, this is a place that's, I understand and makes sense to me, but I was wondering if you could talk about that painting a little bit. Well, you know, it's interesting that you bring it up. It's probably one of the ones that I'm least familiar with, which is funny. Not familiar, not least familiar, but, you know, I think I've been to Mary Lou's once. But, you know, like many of the other ones, there's a, there's a number of paintings that are based off of that, that I think that's Route 13. Is it Route 13 or 50? No, it's 51, I think. Yeah, it's 51. Like there's, a, there's a number of them that are kind of like these storefronts, and, and I think that's something that's very interesting to me just in general because, you know, I notice them and I've, I've photographed them in many places, many small towns, and it's probably because of Carbondale, to be honest, and, and Murfreesboro. You know, it's something that when I was, you know, thinking about this interview, you know, something that came up is just my, my grad show even, you know, is kind of much more based on this local place and thinking about how they change and, and things like that. And so... For me, um, you know, I, th I think it kind of fits in really well with that kind of storefront idea, you know, or at least uh, the kind of landscape that's familiar with that. You don't really have a lot of space around it. You have a row of buildings. And I don't know, for me, you know, these are, these are, may this may be a place that I might have driven past a ton, you know, and so I think in terms of the, the things that I'm interested in, I mean, they might be the, the things that pop out to me at, at, in terms of, visual excitement you know things like these color shadows or the saluki uh kind of gosh is that like a burgundy john i don't know how to how to describe the saluki it's more of a, uh, more of a maroonish i don't know i mean again i, th I think for me it's weird because it's kind of like a like a, a painting that's distant you know right. in some ways no i i th think it's interesting because this is a place that you know you mentioned you'd only visited once that's a place that I had frequented quite often being able to understand the interior space of that and kind of experience, you know, the, the atmosphere that is inside that restaurant is very kind of representational of the way that you composed that painting. And so it was extremely powerful to me because inside that building, it's very old, 1970s hasn't been updated uh the sides of the walls are all you know one side of the wall is plastered all with you know old photos of people that were important to the owners or important to somebody at some time but you know as a new person coming in there you don't have any relations to any of these photographs these old photographs i mean some from probably you know the early 70s all the way up to present day it it was just when I saw that painting and the way that you had put that painting together and the perspective of it, it just resonated with me on a on a completely different level. Because I I realized you know I I have a similar story almost I don't know because because my painting for you is going to be the uh, the one that is entitled an anchorage for Paulson and his painters, uh, which we can also wind up tangentializing towards. The you know, the, the whole plein air experience out there. But, um, you know, it's interesting for me because I still have that similar approach to it. I, I kind of want to fill a narrative in that space, you know, because this is, you know, one of the local hangouts after a plein air session. You know, we'd go out, 
maybe have a few drinks, eat some, uh, I don't know, jarred pickles. I, you know, I can't for the life of me remember what's in there, but, um, I think, I think, I think that, but I think that atmosphere really kind of comes across. Right. And it's, it strikes me. I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe that's something, uh, brought up to you is just this idea that there's like a connection for, for me to these paintings that in a way there, there wasn't before, you know, there's, they seem more specific to me, you know, and especially like that color, like it really kind of brings me back to this, this setting. And I think that's something that becomes very interesting to the work in a way that I don't know. Like again, it, it's 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 just a very interesting thing because I'm I feel like I'm in that in that conversation in a in a weird way. Well, no, you you completely are in that conversation. I th- think that's why we both relate to each other's paintings so well for the show is because we both uh, have kind of predispositioned concepts of these places and when those ideas expose themselves in the way that we perceive them in our minds it it gives us this resonation if that makes any sense yeah i think that makes sense completely you know and i think again maybe the the reason like i said already is that i respond to it so so much as that it is about that being out there after a plein air session. Right. You know, I, I look back on it, you know, you, you might've come into graduate school and been all about that, or at least maybe kind of working objectively, but that idea of experience really kind of sunk in through Bob Paulson. You know, he's, he's a, an emeritus uh, decorated professor from, you know, SIU Carbondale, you know, just no qualms about it. He likes to go out there and paint and, uh, give us a bunch of crap, <laughs> which is good, but you know, <laughs> yeah. give us a hard time yep. about painting. But I mean, th- I think that idea of experience and being in a, that group setting, you know, it's, it's weird, but you know, it even kind of explains the way that we'll, we'll take these trips or, you know, like our, our, fr- our good friend, Jeff just kind of showed up, you know, at the right. opening unannounced and, you know, our other good friend, David Jewell came out, um, in support of this. And I think I almost want to do, I want to try to tie it into that kind of plein air, um, experience you know that we that i picked up anyways from bob's class you know it's a powerful experience when you have you know tight bonds or tight relations with with people and you're in certain environments these things sort of explode and and start to grow exponentially to a point where you things can't be contained and things become lost and kind of just out of control and there's something really beautiful about that, you know, specifically about painting with everybody with Bob, you know, you know, having these grads together and painting with you and Ben specifically and Bob. I, I had painted before Plein Air with uh, David Jewell and Phil Jackson and Andrew Stevens in undergrad on you know, a smaller level in terms of like group size, but there's a very powerful dynamic that starts to happen when you have a large number of people attacking the same question. But at the same time, we're all dealing with that question in our own kind of closed way. But there's this kind of overarching connection that happens Within that environment, you know, having somebody within relative proximity of you that's painting, that's dealing with maybe not the same view of the land, 
landscape that you're dealing with, but dealing with the same concept at the same time. There's sort of this collectiveness and separation all at the same time that I think draws us all closer together. And I think that's why that idea, that concept, the tip top is, you know, really important to me. Um, It's a place that we all used to congregate together and, you know, talk about what had happened during these experiences and having fun and celebrating our failures and celebrating our achievements and just having a really good time with it. And I think that's, for me, on a very basic level, that's extremely powerful. You know, this might be the only one that you have that doesn't exist anymore. You know, in terms of an actual place, so it's it's kind of kind of funny to me because I play around with that in my my work all the time. I, I guess so. I know that we're we've kind of you know we've talked I think pretty pretty well about some of the stuff in the exhibition. But one of the things that I was curious about is kind of taking from that experience. Is there anything from driving out to Delaware um, in particular, or maybe anything about uh, Rehoboth that? is kind of sticking in your mind. You know, we kind of joke that, you know, we should turn, we should turn this into a thing. You know, we just keep traveling, doing shows. Right. But right. Is, is there anything that <laughs> sticks out? I mean, obviously there was a, there was an insane fog when we were there. So the second day was just completely fogged over. Yeah. That was unbelievable. That fog. I've never seen a fog like that before. And it was really interesting, but yeah, I, you know, I completely agree. I think, you know, there's, something really interesting about the idea of kind of continuing a collaborative story sort of element to journey and visiting places, places that were important to you, places that were important to me and these stories. And I think it's kind of interesting because it's on such a smaller, minute time frame where everything's so compressed, where experiences are just piled up on top of each other extremely quick and and powerful experiences because i you know i think it's just a matter of fact that you know when good friends haven't seen each other in a very long time and you all kind of come back together it's kind of like throwing a hand grenade in the mix at some point everything becomes chaos and just we got to live it up to the extreme and experience as much as we can experience and take it in and have these discussions and eat some good food and let's go see this place. Let's go see that place. And so it becomes this kind of chaotic mess. But I think over our trip there, yeah, there is some extremely beautiful imagery that paintings could be made from and, you know, specific incidences that could be paired with those, I guess important, important to me. So it may not be powerful to somebody else, but important to myself. I'll put it in, in those terms. Well, you know, you say it's like a small timeline, but in reality, it's it doesn't need to be to make an impact. Right, right, completely. I think of, you know, like if you think about the images that, were, that we pulled from, I mean, again, I don't know where all my photos went, but these are apparently the most uh, interesting things that I have are the ones that stick out to me, you know, the most. Right. So, I mean, it'll, it'll be interesting to think about how that, how that relates, you know, and again, for me, it might, it might be that I relate it to other places and you might, you know, pull, 
you know, little stories into the mix uh, to talk about it. So it's it's interesting to think about that. But I know that, and I think maybe we'll share a photograph of this. I, I think I have a great photograph of you taking a photograph of that saltwater taffy sign that I... <laughs> Uh, and I, I got a photograph of you taking a photograph of that Dole's sign as well. Yeah, it took forever, but um, you know, I, I guess I guess we, I just answered our ultimate question there. We're gonna we're gonna be making Dole's saltwater taffy paintings, I guess. <laughs> I'm sure that'll happen. <laughs> so yeah, we'll both be making a saltwater taffy painting in the future. Uh, once again. This show, So Ill Perspective, Reimagined Landscapes, runs through April 27th in Rehoboth Beach at the Rehoboth Art League. And again, it's at the Cochrane Gallery. Big, beautiful space, wonderfully uh, put together by John Mosier. So once again, thank you to all the great people that we met out there and, of course, uh, all the other people that we met along the way. So, And lastly, John, of course, thank you so much for participating. It was, it was a ton of fun. and. Yeah, thanks, Dave. It was really great. Thanks once again to John for joining me in discussing the exhibition So Ill Perspective, Reimagined Landscapes, once again on view at the Cochrane Gallery, part of the Rehoboth Art League in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, through April 27th. Once again, you can go check out the works online at johnreddington.com and davidlinaway.com, so please do that. Our guest next week is going to be Richard Holland from the Bad at Sports podcast, who is also our juror this year for the 2014 competition. We're going to be giving nine spots to be on Studio Break. Again, three winners from three different categories. That's BFA, MFA, and Professional. We're also going to be giving away three solo exhibitions. So please keep your eye out for it. Again, it's going to be released shortly. The deadline is going to be May 31st, so like our Facebook page if you want to stay up to date there. We'll surely announce it there. You can follow us on Twitter at Studio Break, and you can follow us on Tumblr. That's studio-break.tumblr. And of course, make sure you peruse studiobreak.com. Again, we have over 100 interviews. Each of those have images of the artist's work, links to their websites, links to the iTunes store where you can subscribe to the podcast, and of course, if you leave us any comments there, it just generally helps us get a bit more traffic. And, of course, if you share it, it also helps us. So please, please go ahead and do those free things. It takes a second, and we would really appreciate it. I'd also take a second and encourage you to check out the work of Skylar Mail, a talented visual artist, performance artist, and musician. And you can... See his work at SkylarMail.com, and he shares the music for Studio Break, so we thank him for that. All right, that's our show, and be sure to check back. We'll talk to you real soon.